on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Direct, live, from Baycon, the man who puts the con in bay, Derek McCaw. That's right, the secret son of grifter, Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Normally we podcast out of Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. On Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, but because we're, we love that vibe of live in the convention and... Literally two or three people have stopped to be in our studio audience. We're grateful for them. More will stop. They're going to get all the prizes. All the prizes today. Um, so, uh, and the great thing I love about Baycon is we get a different energy because there are panelists that only show up once a year. Yes. Uh, and so. Uh, You're talking about pa- our panel right our, now. Our panel right mic. now. And we have a special guest who's staying very quiet at the moment, but we'll introduce him in just a moment. We, of course, for uh, my podcast producer, Moral Compass, and the guy who puts this together week after week. Rick Brett Snyder. Yes. And his long suffering wife, Debbie who has Brett to Snyder. Listen to this every week. Yes. Uh, and then our once a year guest from uh, Southern California. He's here a couple times, actually. Well, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. When you make silicon. Sure. I, I, yeah, when there is a silicon. Okay, yeah. go. So, Which who, who are you? I am Jason Shackett, and my voice is completely destroyed. <laughs> I like that cartoon, but I am Jason <laughs> I am Jason Shackett. No, I am Jason Shackett. No, I... Okay. And uh, probably coming in later will be, of course, uh, everybody's favorite troll, Chris, Chris Garcia. Christopher J. Uh, Christopher, uh, Reverend Dr. Reverend Christopher, Christopher J. J. Garcia. Garcia. Eight-time Hugo loser. I'm just looking forward to the well, future. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, right now it's just a six-time. No, it's seven, loser. isn't it? Uh, no, he was nominated uh, no, twice again. Oh, he's he's never, he's awards he gets been two. Given. He gets to lose twice this time. Yes. He does. He does. Yes. Excellent. I love that sensation. Uh, and uh, over to my right, our special guest, uh, who's here uh, at Baycon, and we were on a panel yesterday, and uh, I don't know if we're on any more panels this weekend, but by the time we put this up, it's too late for them to experience anyway. But now you can experience him live, Mr. Jimmy Robinson, comics creator. Say hello to the people out there. Oh, people. <laughs> so, um, the creator of Bomb Queen and, and uh, Evil and Malice and uh, I, many other things. I was uh, reading some of your stuff this morning to kind of catch back up. Before we get to interviewing, what of course we do talk about comics, movies, TV, as it relates to genre and kind of general geek stuff. And then when we do live at Baycom, we also offer uh, what Rick calls Stump the Zorlack. Yes. And that's the game show in which people ask me questions, and whether I can answer them or not, we give out fabulous prizes for you. Having there was a request to, to play question. Stomp the Gor- Stomp Zorlack. the Zorlack? But I, I said, no, we're going to stop. But my wife Stomp. stayed in Gilroy? Yes, she yeah, okay. did. Oh. <laughs> so. Rim shot. We should, we should, just because we do have a live audience right now, we should do a little bit about Fanboy Planet. There's a website, mm-hmm. famboyplanet.com, where you can go and read current reviews of theater. Movies. Uh, m- movie theater. Movie but, theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a big thing. Someday when Spider-Man the musical Opera? happens, we might actually <laughs> review so that. happening. The so Batman Stadium show, which we never talked about, but we need to talk. Do you know about that? No. 
Okay, we'll have to start. Oh, i got to write that down. Batman Stadium Show. But, of course, you can get the (laughs) Fanboy Planet podcast there, and you can subscribe to it on iTunes. Just go to fanboyplanet.com, and all the information's there. Yes. Okay, that's great. So before we talk about comics, movies, TV, let's uh, well let's talk about comics because we've got uh, Mr. Jimmy Robinson here. Has a miniseries coming out in November now. Uh, which how do we say this? The fifth volume, or is this the sixth volume of Bomb Queen? This will be the sixth volume. The of sixth Bomb volume Queen. of Bomb Queen. So um, for those who do are not familiar with the series, it's from Image, and, it, and it's been your publisher from the beginning. Um, so tell us a little bit about Bomb Queen as a character. And then we can talk about what's going to come up in November. Uh, Bomb Queen is a super villain. Get that straight, because a lot of people get it confused. They ask is it appropriate to call her a villainess? A uh, villainess, if you wish. You sexist. Yeah, sexist little... <laughs> uh, she's a super villain who rules over a city much like Batman rules over Gotham or Superman uh, for Metropolis or whatever. And the twist is the people in the city like it that way. They'd rather have a villain in charge than a hero. So it's complete twist, role reversal. And um, because of that, the town is pretty crazy because crime is the norm and uh, the law is not. So she's, And as all evil villains get to go, she's pretty um, extreme. <laughs> and uh, Her costume's pretty extreme. Her costume's very extreme. Uh, villains get to what be... What there out- is of it. Yeah. <laughs> v- villains get to be outlandish. I mean, you know, we, we like our villains to be out there. And so, you know, she's pretty uh, typical of the platforms and tropes you see in superhero uh, comics. Well, know, what spandex... Is- Clingy, nude, spray-on, whatever. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Go yeah, on. <laughs> because, you had me at clingy. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, what inspired you to uh, create this character? Uh, superheroes suck. Yeah. <laughs> what? Suck <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, I'm this just, is a friend I'm, of yours. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, I just got tired of reading about you know all the. Uh, it was the same thing pretty much in a lot of superheroes. Like, there, there's a lot of new writers out there that are doing some good stuff but you know Batman's still Batman well not now but no (laughs) (laughs) bad choice we'll be again yeah we'll be again I mean it's it's still typical and the villains were even worse because often the villains were heroes or the heroes became you know vice versa I wanted a true evil villain like the Joker nobody expects a Joker to do something good he is the Joker that is the end of it (laughs) I can interrupt for just a second People sitting in the audience are eligible for winning fabulous prizes. Those standing outside, not made the commitment. Not eligible. (laughs) Come sit down. You can have your pizza here. We believe in commitment. uh, We're being committed. And now we return you to your show already in progress. Um, So you've got this new miniseries coming up. And yesterday you showed me it's fabulous. uh, The the, you call it the Bomb Queen Omnibus. 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 Okay, I knew knew there was a pun in there. The omnibus. Uh, How many volumes of Bomb Queen does that include? Is that four or five? It's three volumes, uh, with four issues each. I mean, we're clocking about twenty-five issues now, Bomb Queen. So it's doing all right. It's got spinoffs, all these other things. I've got crossovers coming up. All that stupid, silly stuff. Well, you got to do. I really only. I really only meant to do four issues of this series. Do you have an end I, I, in mind? I thought I'd do something really stupid and crazy and completely upside down, and people would say, "Ah, that's really stupid and silly." Have and you I, plotted this all the way to the end, or at the yes. end will they find out they're in heaven and have to? Figure out. <laughs> uh, yes, 
There's a smoke monster. Okay. Smoke bomb monster. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, smoke bomb. Yeah. The sequel. There was a pun. Right, yeah. There's a pun. Um, yeah, there's so, um, so when you said you were meant to do four issues and then it's now turned it into. It just took off. It started walking. It just. So on, it, on its own, it's just on its. Own. I I can't even walk away from it. So why is a series of miniseries instead of just doing? As we say, we like commitment. Why why not committing to just an ongoing series? I wanted to do um, complete stories. Like I said, the first volume was just four issues, beginning, middle, end. I wanted to be done, and then it you know, image says. So what else you got? And I'm like, well, I can do another one. And so I did another one, and then I did another one, and. Well, up to six. So, yeah. And seven. They, they've slated me into 2012 already, basically. I'm, I mean, I'm, wow. I've, I've got work to do. Well, <laughs> so that's all nice. series are ending in 2012. That's, yeah, everything's <laughs> ending in 2012. Uh, that's right. That's but, right. But say you got work into it, that's more than any of us can actually say. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of set it up for people that haven't, um, haven't read Bomb Queen, if you wanted to pick up this volume six coming out in November, I think you told me yesterday. Um, what? Uh, where is Bomb Queen? What can we look forward to in this in this miniseries? But, uh, volume six is a change because uh, it started to get stale. That you know she's the queen of crime and she has a city of crime and they're all full of criminals, rapists, pedophiles, serial killers, whatever. And it got boring where heroes wanted to come in and clean up the city. The government wanted to clean up the city. The government wanted to take back control of the city. Whatever. So at a point. A lot of things changed when, I believe it or not, Obama became president because it was good when George, everything changed. When George Bush was president, it was good to have Bomb Queen, this like just criminal deterrent. He mentioned, had, her. She, he mentioned her a lot. Yeah, in his yeah, speech. exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was a big platform. That yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, Bomb Queen immigration. We, we all think, we all think, all of us think, wouldn't it be nice if we took all the rapists, pedophiles, and killers and put them on an island? Of their own. It's called Manhattan. Yeah, oh. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, so well, <laughs> we didn't have a strong listenership in New York, and now we won't ever. Thanks. <laughs> now they're gone. See you next year, Garcia. Just, just all the editors of Marvel in DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> DC's going west coast. It's right. all right. That's oh, right. Lord. That's right. <laughs> uh, we said everybody's in Portland now, anyway. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all. I was just saying everybody's that it, it worked that way until you know. Obama would not tolerate a city of crime. No, he just okay. so it came to a point where I can't he have her them exist. Fill it in, with mud. Yeah, exactly. He had to fill it with mud. He, you know, so currently, Volume Six is Bomb Queen versus Obama. You know, that's that's kind of it. And, <laughs> and, and we all know Obama boosts sales. Well, <laughs> now does Obama? I, I, I wasn't trying to do it to boost sales. I, I, no, I know. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a logical. It's, it's, it's a, a, it's a logical thing. Obama would not tolerate a super villain in control of a major city. It's just kind of the end of it. So I kind of had to say, you know, since the administration changed, her policies changed, and all that, and and, and I wanted to kill him. I straight wanted to kill him. He was going. Everybody that goes in Bomb Point dies because it's a super villain book. So all the heroes die. But you can't even illustrate the character, yeah, the president dying. Uh, pu- yeah, I have a thing called a publisher. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Well, and you said it's a pretty yeah, irreverent yeah. series, yeah, and yeah. you've and you you mentioned yesterday on, on our panel that occasionally you have crossed lines that the publisher is sort of said you really can't. So yeah, yeah. You want to confess some like some some horrible deep secrets of Bomb Queen that couldn't the deleted scenes. <laughs> 
don't feel the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's revealed is, to be Sarah Palin. Is this PG radio or is this PG thirteen? Family friendly. You know, just soft border. Um, I, I, yeah. There, there's a, there's a lot of. Uh, I'll just say this. America is crazy. Where it's okay to kill, grind up, boil, and serve babies in restaurants, but I can't do any in sex the scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What? Where are you eating? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been to, to Sizzler in a while. <laughs> I was just in Sizzler with you. Such an, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Baby back ribs. Yeah, but, oh. <laughs> you thought. I thought it was a buffet. You yeah. said it would be good. But that, those are most of my battles of sex and nudity. It's just America is a real hang-up with sex and nudity. And Could I had, you I had, I, about the sex and nudity? Well, <laughs> I, I, I had one scene where there's, where there's a tall building, and at the top of the building is like a sex toy company or whatever. And in the, in the midst of a, of a fight, it gets blown up, and all these dildos come raining down that on the awesome. citizens, right? Those are, those are facial vibrators. Exactly. Yeah, yes. and, and they're coming down, and they're hitting people in the eye and their face and all this stuff. <laughs> and, and the editors are just like, no. Oh. So I turned it into a knife factory and a weapons place. And so uh, now it's raining knives down. I'm oh, that's chop- okay. And I'm chopping off the heads of babies, and they're going in their <laughs> eyes and stuff. And it's like, yes, thank you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you people are so Wow, we are a... Puritan country. Okay, it's, it's strange, um, but there you go. and yet on on really, you have done some children's comics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Just last Alice year. and the Knife Factory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy gets a gun. Uh, <laughs> Any severed babies in that one? Uh, no. Uh, was it just last year? Uh, Adventures of yeah, it was published by Nambla, and uh, <laughs> sadly, you've just become one of us. You've joined the rhythm. Okay, <laughs> no, uh, evil. Uh, the Adventures of Evil and Malice. Uh, oh, oh, uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a little older. Then. Yeah, Evil and Malice was. Uh, I actually did that ten years ago. Wow! And they got around Time to wanting to uh, put it back together in a um, graphic novel format. And yeah, that's a kids' book. Uh, actual children's book, like for ages four and stuff. I did also last year, called T Runt. Which is, you know, a traditional children's book. You know, hardcover mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Little Chris baby. has heard of that one. Yeah. yeah. Shocking. Have you actually? Uh, oh, no. you have it? Oh, wow. Exactly it's a picture book, isn't it? That's why Chris has it. He, yeah. uh, he, can't, he can't read, but he likes the pictures. Yeah, I love them. Uh, <laughs> Shockingly, I actually get uh, publishers send me coming up lists. Good. And I was looking through them. Hey, that sounds interesting. That was... That's uh, for some reason stuck in my memory. Wow. I don't remember it having knives or raining dildos. No, no. Which is probably why I didn't buy it. No, cute little T Rex who uh, learns how about growing up and family and all that stuff. So. And who was the publisher on that? Uh, Image, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, Image. Uh, uh, Silverline Books is a division of Image Comics, which specializes in kids' books. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, so. No, well, no. Image has long been very oh, yeah, committed to a, a, a wide variety of material. Yes, yes. So, 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 yeah. I'm not always the bomb queen guy. It's only recently. I, I mean, I've always done nice stuff. <laughs> 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 no, really. I, I did a hospital medical drama, Code Blue. Uh, I did Avagon. It's kind of a clockwork steampunk coming of age thing. And I did uh, Amanda and Gun, which was like science fiction and. Montana. My God, you're a renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've even written a, a Wolverine story, haven't you? And I did Wolverine for a Marvel uh, What If story. But they, they admitted that they read Bomb Queen. So they got me to do an evil 
Wolverine. What if, <laughs> what if, what <laughs> what if everybody Wolverine gets killed and blew up a dildo stretch. factory? Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> no, he, yeah, they originally came out of his hands. Then yeah. they replaced him with knives. <laughs> oh. Good choice. It was a good choice oh, because right. that was marketable. That'd be yeah, painful. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, but they literally they did hire me to uh, make this uh, uh, story, and I did literally kill everybody in the story. What was your favorite killing in, in the Marvel Universe? Luke Cage and uh, uh, what, what, which, which Invisible of- Girl was cool came up through the floor uh, <laughs> and, and oh and Captain America because you he, killed he, Captain he, America he, he, you yeah. killed Captain America <laughs> yeah. he had he, Captain America fought with um, Wolverine already and so in the rematch Captain America was already like amputated by the arm he had missing one arm and and uh, uh, he was in a wheelchair. His both legs were gone. Just <laughs> so there Doesn't really sound like much of a yeah. fight. Well, he's, he still has shield. He still has it's shield. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> just a flesh wound. Where is the Black Knight? Oh he's my! Shield on stuff. <laughs> so yeah, but it was it was pretty trippy. So it was springing off of uh, Mark Wade's uh, Enemy of the State. Oh okay. Oh, so yeah, it was it was spin off of that. What if Wolverine was never deprogrammed in Enemy oh, of the okay. State? How far would it have gone? If uh, Wolverine was truly against the rest of the Marvel Universe, and yeah, it, it came down to this last stand thing, and they wanted me to write it. So. Okay, well, cool, cool. All right, and yeah. do you have anything? Do you have anything besides Bomb Queen coming up that we can talk about? This is called the "You Can Pimp It Now" portion of the show. Like I said, I have some uh, I have some NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. I can't talk about certain things. Uh, hack and slash crossover, Bomb Queen. Okay. Um, that's about all, all can I say. can talk about. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. all right then. We yeah, should yeah. we should do one of those fabulous prizes now, just to keep the audience on edge. Okay, the audience. Would so the like way to we do the fabulous prize thing is the little game. It's your game. Yeah. It's a game we call Stump the Zorlack. Derek. The Zorlack. Let's do that together. Let's do that together. We'll edit back in. Ready? One, two, three. Stump the Zorlack. Well, I Where can almost hear a melody. <laughs> Where you can win fabulous prizes. Now, Derek here is a compendium of knowledge about comics and uh, comic-related trivia. I've grown older and weaker, however. Trivia. (laughs) You were exposed to gold kryptonite recently? uh, (laughs) Um, And what we'd like from the audience is an interesting question. It doesn't have to be an absolutely out-there question. You don't have to ask how many leases were there in the original Captain America's boots. Twelve. Oh, good, thanks. (laughs) Um, It would really be two. It would be two laces. (laughs) Boots, I know. Um, Eyelets is what you're thinking. Uh, So... I'd like and weaker. a volunteer from the audience to come up with a question for Derek about comics, and we'll... uh, we'll, uh, Or Jimmy, right? We can throw it to Jimmy. Me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anybody? Anybody? No? We got a taker. Somebody wanted a hat. I don't know. The hat's actually probably the most expensive thing I've got. That should be the... Okay, is that going to be the hats? grand prize? Okay, Maybe. so what we got... Uh, well, what I have here is uh, from Arcana Studios. Wow. Uh, a, a box, box set, set. With a Greg Horn cover. It's literally a box. Uh, of, of Cade, their series, which so it comes with a graphic novel and... 
It was a, I thought it was a very clever packaging thing, which um, didn't catch on. Nice. So it looks like you can put it on your shelf like it's a book. When you open it up, it's actually four individual issues. So it's the first two Cade miniseries from Arcana, written by their publisher, Sean O'Reilly. Uh, and they are, coincidentally, the publisher of the upcoming Greatest American Hero graphic novel, which I wrote. So um, that's why we have it. Uh, so, yes, nice. courtesy nice. of our Canon Studios. Hey. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. I dig it. Yeah. So. You want to ask a question then and get that? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Wow, everybody's so strong. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I mean, You're all need, thinking. I can see maybe the smoke coming out. Let, uh, maybe we okay, we'll let that percolate. And then can it be any kind of question? I mean, it is comic it related? It can't be math. <laughs> it can't be math. Not be math. Uh, uh, no science. Oh, okay, uh, no. S- shut up, Stephen Nelson. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. In, in three sentences or less, explain the prisoner. Here's what we'll do. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave this. This is prize one. Yes. We'll come out next. We'll put another prize on top. Oh, for the wait, next we can question. do that. So we the can prize do that. will get oh, higher. Oh, we'll have a prize stack. Oh, I yeah. like it. Okay, okay. No one took it to that. It was so. It's like, all right. It's like let's make a deal. All right. Exactly. Well, let's I'm talk about some uh, some recent comics uh, and comics news. We uh, Rick and I were just on a panel. What was the official title of that? Attack it's, of the Fifty Foot Retcon. Mm. Yes. Uh, so we were talking about how uh, comics occasionally have to, well, occasionally, consistently seem to have to reboot. Bomb Queen has never had to do that. Have you ever killed her and had to uh, revamp? I did kill her. I sent her to hell. Well, Derek, great research there. <laughs> hey, well, hey. <laughs> I meant to, re- to revamp it. Did you hear that second part of the question, Jason? Well, no, yeah, she, it wasn't a revamp. She, there, there. She, just, she died and went to hell and came back. There you go. So, okay. She it didn't reinvent her. Okay. Um, but one that has recently come along, uh, and, and, uh, and Rick is currently posing for a picture shilling for Pepsi. Are they sponsoring us? Yes, they are. are no. Are we getting free Pepsi? It's like American are, Idol. Are, are, we, got code we are getting free Pepsi, actually. Or like the last here? episode of Chuck with the Subway thing about, oh, sweet breakfast sandwich with, <laughs> <laughs> with the coffee deal, um, which I'm all for. Uh, putting commercials in there, but anyway, uh, Legion of Superheroes, which uh, we mentioned in our in our Attack of the Fifty Foot Redcon, um, had uh, a graphic novel called Legion of Three Worlds, in which they had three or f- or technically four different versions of the Legion of Superheroes all teaming up to uh, decide who would be the continuity that would stay. It's kind of like Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> and so now I'm sorry, you must leave the continuity. They just revamped. The tribe has spoken. And last week on the on the podcast that uh, Lon and I did at the store and the little around the con- card table, we talked about the Avengers number one, which is not really rebooted, but it's kind of their Marvel's going into the heroic age, right? And kind of getting back to all all the heroes you think you know. Uh, that because uh, it's Wolverine, Spider-Man, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man on the cover, and all the ca- heroes that have good movie deals, basically. Uh, <laughs> so Earth's most lucrative heroes, and uh, <laughs> and uh, together at last. Uh, together at last. And I thought it was an interesting contrast between that which came out, and I found it somewhat confusing and off-putting for what's supposed to be a very straightforward super team, the Avengers, and then the super team that has this reputation of being very confusing, which is Legion of Superheroes, and it has been confusing because they've rebooted it several times. Now they've gone back to their original with one of their earlier writers, and Paul Levitt. be honest, really? so many of them. So many. And, oh. Right. Well, that's the thing. is The Avengers, you think, are five, are five superheroes or six. Uh, I think they've settled on seven, actually, within the pages within of the book. That, yeah. But they had a two-page spread with about 40 different heroes right. being asked to yeah, join. It's, and it's they ridiculous. And they didn't identify them, whereas... Paul Levitz, who was the publisher of DC and just stepped down and is now going back as writing the book, 
and wrote what is one of the most, if you can say there's a famous Legion superhero story, the Great Darkness Saga, which mm-hmm. brought Darkseid into the 30th century, and it really is this great, grim, not grim and gritty, it still ret- retained the youthful enthusiasm and spirit of what a Legion is, but put the stakes really high. So Levitz has gone back to to write the, the book that, that made his bones, basically. And, um, and I thought, it's interesting, because here's this group with this continuity where... And he did it right, and I thought, dare I say, Brian Michael Bendis did it wrong with the Avengers, of <laughs> oh. making it a very confusing, impenetrable jumping-on point. And then Legion of Superheroes is, they explain very carefully, this is why what, Chris? Those words don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Brian Michael, Michael Bendis, Bendis got it wrong? <laughs> yeah, I know, no. I know, it's heresy. Are you using a rare form of the word wrong that I'm not aware of? <laughs> Let me just say... I know that every time I've told you you're wrong, you've never been aware of it, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I can invalidate Garcia, though, with three words, House of M. I know, I know. Okay. okay. He got it wrong. Yeah, he got it wrong. Okay. Remind, remind me to show you a no more sample mutants. of Chris's writing from last night where he uses the word prostate. Prostate? Prostate. 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 Prostate cancer. We're in your line. Prostate cancer? Oh, my my uncle Thumper had a probate problem, (laughs) and (laughs) they gave him a pill. Uh, (laughs) Probate, you idiot. Check the probate! Check the probate! You did that on purpose, didn't you? Uh, (laughs) So, anyway, the Legion of Superheroes rebooted quite nicely and explained who the characters that they were using were... And it was great. And then this week, Action Brave and the Bold, J. Michael Straczynski, uh, did a, a Legion of Superheroes Doom Patrol crossover um, and, and made the Legion really fun because he went back to, you know, three characters and, 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 and just did Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, and, and Saturn Girl. It was a great, it was a great crossover. So um, I really dug this Legion reboot, and I thought, oh, I'm going to give Marvel a chance, and I'm going to pick up the Avengers. And I went... I'm not really interested. Ironically, the Avengers are going in a thousand years into the future. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, the, the Avengers are going in five different directions is what they're doing. Right. Actually, uh, the, the, no, he's right, did, he's right. did you read the Secret five, Avengers? No, I didn't read the Secret Avengers. The That's right. They're Secret the, Avengers. So tell us about the that. The one I had the least hope for of all actually is the most interesting so far. Because that's the team that's being led by Steve Rogers. And he's got all these various characters in them that are, in one way or another, going to be looking for a redemption or some other resolution. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. And then there's another event. There's an Avengers Academy coming. Yeah, that one's going. It's just in the initiative brought forward from right. You know, who okay. cares? So wait. So is Secret Avengers basically exiles without multiple dimensions? It's kind of like Thunderbolts, only cleaned up. Oh. But it's it's kind of like like Moon Knight, kind of gritty. And oh. Oh, but yeah, actually, you got. Like, They're all still characters you think are legitimately heroes, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, Thunderbolts. They're supposed to be villains. Right, but yeah. the, these guys yeah. are kind of doing kind of black ops yeah. missions. I, I wasn't thrilled with Thunderbolts. Yeah. I mean, and they're pretty much blackmailed into being villains. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's still, I'm like, you're not really a villain if you're being forced to be <laughs> holding your daughter hostage. No, exactly. Say. Yeah, yeah. It, it might be more like the Avengers version of X Force. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. The Avengers version of Authority or something. No, uh, more, more. Wait, you know, so the Ultimates. Yeah. yeah. Or, ultimates, or yeah, Justice yeah. League Elite. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should move on. Maybe we should. <laughs> um, I'm of Justice League Europe, and now I'm all confused. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, and another one, and I thought, you know, to go on with the uh, the Bendis got it wrong thing. No. Just talk about a newer writer versus DC brought back two old guard guys and did two of the best books last week. We, uh, DC Universe Legacies as well. Len Wein came in and is, write, is basically rewriting the history of the DC Universe. 
and the the style of it is it's definitely got the kind of the same framing uh, framing format of uh, Marvels, the Kurt Busiek, Alex Ross thing from oh. years years ago. There's a guy who is always been on the fringe of superhero activity and was a kid in the Bronx when the Mystery Men were first appearing, and so the first three issues, um, which are being penciled by Adam Kubert and inked by Joe Kubert, are um, uh, dealing with the first appearances of like Green Lantern, which uh, means good, by the way. Yeah, which means good for those who don't know. Joe Kubert is well, probably the the longest working penciler in comics. I mean, yeah. he started oh, yes. in forty five or forty six. Incredibly well respected, and and, and he's still go- really really good. Yeah. Is, is Adam is it Adam or Andy who's doing the um, uh, the, st- the style that he came up with in uh, Origins? I think which one was that? Uh, which Kubert? Oh no, it's the it's the uh, it, it's the other one. Is it the one who <laughs> did Exiles? I think so. Okay. I think so. So I actually, I will admit, I could get con- th- too confused sometimes. I can't. They tell have the same last name. They have it the same and the same and, and, and they have, I know Joe. I can recognize <laughs> Joe's art. Uh, so there's a whole school. Of but it. I thought it was just interesting. You have these at a time when we're talking about you can't. There's this myth that basically you have ten good years as a fan favorite writer mm. in comics, and then you're kind of you better move on to other things, which happened. Like Marv Wolfman did that. Went into video games, television. Howard Chaykin did that, and now is having kind of a, a renaissance of his career as a comics creator. But only after working and making a lot of money in television for 15 years. Uh, to see that, you know, Bendis is the hot guy here, in, like Jeff Johns is over at DC, really in control of all the continuity. Uh, and then you bring in Paul Levitz to kind of step back and write Legion, and oh, that's, what com- that's a fun comic. And then Len Wein, who hasn't really had a mainstream book in quite a while, uh, he created Swamp Thing way back when. Well, um, hey. Yes, created, yeah. and, and he also, but he was also the guy who actually created cr- created the first all new, all different X Men. Yeah, because Chris Claremont yeah. didn't actually come in until well, about three or four years later. Credit, oh, uh, what was the artist? Dave uh, Cockrum. Cockrum. Cockrum, Dave yeah. Cockrum. But Cockrum and, and Len Wein were the guys. But even though they're not the ones famous for it, yeah. you know, no, so, yeah, they're not the ones. Famous uh, for it. So to have him come back and and do this legacies is it's just great. So I, I thought it was interesting that these older writers came back and just like, oh, let's show you how it's done, and <laughs> and they do. So, I like that Len Wein guy. Sit down, youngin. Yeah, let's step aside. What do you got next? Uh, well, a new writer. Uh, the, because we'll cross over to Bacon. If you're familiar with the Guild. Uh, the, the online, <laughs> the guild. Is there anything <laughs> you can't get wrong? Uh, <laughs> so, English is—it's your native language. I don't get it. Um, See, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the guild. Felicia Day, who who writes uh, that uh, online series, directed by a fan of the directed show, directed by fan of the show, Sean Becker, friend of the friend show. Of the show. I wouldn't call him. Fan. He's a fan. No, he doesn't okay. like the show at all. But he's so. Becker. <laughs> Uh, he likes us. He hates yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sir. Don't like it. Uh, and and uh, Mr. Horse, uh, Ren and Stumpy. God damn it! Uh, does someone have my blood thinner? Uh, anyway, uh, so she, uh, yeah, Sean Becker. Recently, uh, Felicia Day turned to writing comics, and she's doing a five-issue prequel to uh, her online web series uh, in comics. Uh, with uh, Jim, oh, oh uh, thingy, Jim, starts with 
Krug? Chicken no, monkey. no. Oh, the artist. You're not helping me. Chicken <laughs> monkey. A really good artist. No, uh, Jim was, Monkey. Yeah, Maxwell Swinging Bird. But she. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you draw that, right? Just tell us how you do for right now. Uh, my, my first name is Jim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Uh, anyway, uh, she's turned to comics writing, and it's uh, it's really good. So I thought I should point that out, especially at Baycom, where there might be some crossover. People might not be aware of what Dark Horse is publishing. Here's a question I have. Yes. Is it as good as she is hot? Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Would you date that? It's pretty. <laughs> Would I date the book? Yes. <laughs> well, the book has yeah. never said no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your side of the story. <laughs> wow. Uh, and wow. I don't even want to go any further with that. <laughs> it's like a Rashomon thing. So in short, Guild Boffer Good. Guild, guild yeah. Good. I should also transition that um, Disney, now that... We're still very confused now that Disney's bought Marvel what their publication plans are, but they just released a graphic novel, Disney Hyperion, into bookstores. I'm, I'm sure it went into the direct market, too. It's just you don't always see those things making it to the shelves. Um, a tie-in with Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. so we can actually then transition to that film. But... Um, uh, written by the original creator of the game. And oh, Jordan Mechner. Jordan Mechner. Jordan Mechner. Is it Mech- Mechner or Mechner? I always said Mechner. Then you're wrong. I'm yeah. going with Jason. Okay, <laughs> it, it must yeah. be Mechner. Well, which one of them knows him? Wait, oh, wait, wait a second. Wait, that's that never. That doesn't actually help. Th- that doesn't help at all. Point. Pronounce uh, yeah. my last name. Yeah. Chabot. <laughs> I rest my case. Yeah, okay. Shabbat. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Actually, anyway, yeah. so they have a mini series, uh, so they have a graphic novel anthology prequel to mm. the film with uh, Jake. How do you say that? Uh, how do you say uh, Gyllenhaal's last name there? Uh, Gyllenhaal. Okay, well, Lakowitz. Even a, even a broken clock is right. He hurt you today. Even a broken clock is about as useful as I am. Clock and that's true. Blocking if you have papers show. that you'd like to hold down, put Chris on top of them. What's next? Uh, oh. So You've got uh, prostate cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy! Well, what's next? Let's transition to the movie. Unless you have any, do you have any other comics that you want to talk about? You've got nothing but non-disclosure agreements. You can't talk. You know what's happening. Like Maybe brightest, I can't you know talk. how Brightest Day ends, don't you? No. Maybe. No. Have you read Brightest Day? Yes. Yes. You like no. Brightest Day? I like it. No. Okay. I, I'm not anti-hero. I'm, I'm <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. <laughs> not anti-hero. I Rewind that. We've been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you misunderstood. He's an anti-hero. So if you put him and a hero in the same room, they'll explode? Is that like if you had anti-pasta and you made it into a sandwich and it's a hero? Then no. Okay. All right. Anyway, that uh, awkward <laughs> silence brought to you by <laughs> over-intellectualism. I think, I think it's time to raise Thank the you, price It's back. time to raise... The prize stack goes up another notch. We are currently at one inch of prizes. <laughs> Let's do a little video we're, thing in here. We're expecting a prize to go with that from Warner Home through. Video. Oh my god! Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Oh my god! <laughs> two, two, two Earths Earth. for the price of one. I've seen this. It's actually uh, this, this is really I've seen good. It as but well. oddly enough, it's Earth C minus and Earth M. Uh, <laughs> Captain Carrot makes no. He does not make it. Uh, but it's well, also I totally it would have, if so. Not only is this a full length, and by full length they, they limit these about eighty minutes. Uh, a, a really fun, and it's almost like an. This is where Justice League Unlimited was supposed to go, and then they stopped doing the series. So this was actually a, video. So they so they repurposed the script a little bit to be the separate thing. It's a it's a fun movie, but it includes also what I love most about this is a short eight minute uh, Spectre cartoon. 
And it's hilarious. And it's uh, no. <laughs> what Spectre cartoons done is if it was unearthed from the archives because it's yes. got the scratch and the. It's like a it's like oh, a seventies no. uh, grindhouse uh, short. <laughs> it's really is it, is it illustrated by Bakshi? Uh, no, no, um, but it's done like it was almost I like a, to see that. It was I, only like I a cop show, um, and Gary Cole voices the spec, Jim Corrigan the Spectre, and nice. it's really nice. awesome. Uh, and so they've started creating, including these on these DC showcase because I, I put up some pictures this week on the website that uh, the next one, uh, Batman Under the Red Hood, is going to include a Jonah Hex short, which will quite possibly be far more entertaining than the film. Yes, um, and so uh, I'll throw that to the stack. Anybody have a question? Worth and being rewarded with a DVD and the Cade graphic novel that is set. Another half inch of prizes. <laughs> oh, that we've is. got we've got Tom Tom no, Notorious. No, that's not fair. Oh. That's not fair. <laughs> we that's have a ringer. Even Mark Wade quakes with fear when Tom Galloway asks a question. Clouds and Mark w- have darkened the sky. <laughs> Indoors. Notice how pitchy Derek just got. Let me just hand him the prize pack. Actually, you told me you already have this. Let me give you a different prize. Actually, I don't have the Spectre version. Oh, you don't have the... Oh, there you go. You were too cheap to spring for two discs. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. Not one disc. Is that DVD or Blu-ray? This is the DVD version. So, it's time to play Stump the Zorlac. Do you have a question for Derek McCaw? I will give you the question that I last stumped Mark Wade with. Gulp! So, the question... He last stumped Mark Wade with is where I'll take the plot or the issue number or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was the White Witch first referred to as a member of the Legion of Superheroes? Where was the White Witch first referred to as a member of the Legion of Superheroes? Um, he'll, he'll take, just an, take the prize. <laughs> take the prize. He says he'll take an issue or an event. Uh, I I think that she joined in the wake of the Great Darkness Saga because Darkseid destroyed Witchworld, didn't he? I didn't phrase it as when did she join. I said when was she. I know that, damn it! I knew it was going to be a technicality. <laughs> That's what I said. In the wake of, and you can't get that as a trade paperback. The wake of the Great Darkness Saga. What happened next? Okay, fine. No Tom. Period at the end of that sentence. Keep going. Keep going. So, Oh my god. Um, so it's not even the wake of the great dark darkness no, saga. No. Wardroom traps Superman in a vault. And he convinces and they bring back Radiac Five, the adult Radiac Five from the future. It's one of the adult Legion Superman. stories. Um, and the, at the end he says, Our Legion our fellow Legion members, White Witch, Sun Man, etc., captured Wardrew in the thirtieth century. There you go. There you go. I would say, however, that's all been invalidated. Uh, <laughs> by, by, by no, by uh, Legion of Three Worlds, which has made her into the Black Witch. I think we, we have to. But I'm still giving the prize. I think, Absolutely, I think loser. we have to accept. No, I'm not losing. I'm not winning at all. Well, I'm saying I'm, well, I'm, not, losing. I'm yeah. not losing. I'm not losing. I'm not losing. I'd like to point out that this cannot actually be a true Spectre cartoon from the '70s. There's a Spectre cartoon from the '70s going up against Scooby Doo and the Mystery which hey, is going to happen. It is going to happen. I think we're just going to have to accept that's Thomas only a matter as, of time. As the Wesley Crusher to your Sheldon, uh, to your letter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not wrong. <laughs> Damn it! That makes him the cool one. I'm hurting. Uh, <laughs> I'm hurting inside. What do we have next? Uh, do we want? Uh, uh, that of course. So we said the Prince of Persia movie did open, and uh, I have a review up, and I enjoyed that. Did anybody get a chance to I see did that? Not or see that. Did anybody get a chance to care about I it? I saw fifteen seconds. 
of I saw 15 seconds of computer animated footage that they were shopping around at Sigrath. So you saw the trailer? Uh, no, no, no. It was 15 oh. seconds. Like it was a really neat like uh, sand effect. Imagine that. Yeah, there's like 15 second sand effect, and I have to say, I'm watching it going, my God, I am actually engrossed in, in fi- particles of sand swirling around a screen. I'm not what surprised. What a rich, really. full <laughs> inner life you lead, Chris Garcia. Yes. And then someone was jingling their keys, and I was like, my God, that's a Citizen Kane of key jingling. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> wow. um, but no, it was weird, because they were, one of the things that, it is not being pushed as sort of a great, it's being pushed as an adventure film, not as a great yeah. special effect film. Right. right, right. And what is amazing is that the special effects that they did, the folks who they were using, are, aren't like your normal effects house. They're no. cutting-edge researcher types. Who have some really cool stuff that's going on? This so wait, if wait. I see Prince of Persia, they will cure cancer. Not only prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. Let's not take this. Don't watch down. that movie lying <laughs> on your back. Oh. Yes, but I uh, know it's 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 amazing the effects level. I have no idea what the story is. Um, I never <laughs> liked the game much. You but, uh, are wow. I know. Terrible, terrible excuse for a human being. I'm not arguing this. <laughs> okay, good. Um, You're voting Palin in 2012, aren't you? He voted. Palin. I voted Palin in 2012. 2012. There you go. And I plan to do it again. <laughs> we must stop um, him. Actually, no, I don't want to vote for her. I just want to her. No. And no, no. Uh, <laughs> he just wants to see her inauguration day outfit. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, on God. the crumpled up pile in the floor. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. If this were Image Comics, we would have censored you. Uh, <laughs> And replaced it with knives. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I repeat again. What, what do we have next? No, but the, you know, but, but the special effects really—it's it, true. It was more. Um, it was more of an adventure film, and I'm going to give him credit that for the sands. That was the one part that they don't actually repeat over and over. Like these are the sands of time. They do keep harping on. Well. Prince of Persia, uh, you know, Destan, Prince of Persia. But I, I thought, it was, aside from the first ten minutes, really suck, and then afterwards it gets really good. How? How? how, how product placement. What? Product, product placement. Wait, there's product placement. Bazoomerbomb.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, when they stop and get a subway sandwich and drink a coke, it's a little out of place. In 400 AD. Hey, Jim, 400 AD. Now, Jim Arterton is one of my new favorites. I absolutely love her. I, oh. I I discuss. Uh, yeah, I I, I I do like Gemma Arterton. Her voice, I have a feeling, is going to get very tiresome. Okay, I can see that. Because um, she's kind of got this British Eartha Kit thing going that isn't quite... But it's not as effective oh, as if it was Eartha Kit. And then so I can't decide... Hello, Prince of Persia. So it's like no, that. It's exactly <laughs> like that. She doesn't quite do that. <laughs> That's a whole different movie. I totally uh, now want to recast every movie she's ever done with Eartha Kitt. I, I just want to see those old That might have made Clash, yeah. the, Clash the Titans more palatable. Um, wow. Did you say but p- palatable? Yes, you did. Palatable. I did. Wow. Hey, you just Chris Garcia. Oh, no. Palatable. Palatable. So I, but, you know, I did like her in St. Trinian's. Uh, school for Bad Girls, so you need to see that. It's a good movie. And she's in nothing but, ca- you know, she's been doing a lot of comics related and genre things. We, huh. I liked her in Quantum of Solace, and um, oh. what's the. And, and she was Strawberry Field, so it was probably the worst named uh, mm. Bond heroine and ever. That, and that is an amazing distinction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what so. was she was in another one recently that I liked. Oh, she was in uh, The Boat That Rocked. Oh, Pirate yeah, Radio. or Pirate Radio, depending on which continent you're on. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that yet, but so mm. uh, I like that. Uh, so we can go to um, 
What is MacGruber, this? the greatest film ever made? Uh, no, you, oh. did you, I did not see MacGruber. Would you like to talk about MacGruber? I would MacGruber? like to do 13 seconds on MacGruber. Go. Okay, go. Um, MacGruber was a terrible film. It was a wonderful viewing experience for those of us who believe that Saturday Night Live can truly cure anything. And with four Dude. seconds left. I don't understand what that meant, but okay. Uh, it, it's, a great little, it's a great little stupid movie. You've gone it, to overtime. It's like watching Top Secret, except like that, that they say the F word a lot. Okay. Hmm. Also, there's celery. Wasn't there celery in Top Secret? No, surprisingly. No, okay. uh, that was their whole alternate universe, <laughs> the but there was no celery. <laughs> okay. Celeriac, yeah. Celery, no. Everybody still with us? Okay. Yeah. Keep your hands inside the car. I warned you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. We're off the rails. Do not throw things. We are, the, we are the highest fiber podcast as well. We are. If we talk, are we? Yeah. We're um, heart healthy. I think it's time for another fabulous prize. Okay. so. So again, you must three. be sitting in the audience to be participating in the ca- in the fabulous prize giveaway. Courtesy of the San Francisco-based uh, oh, Chronicle Books. Uh-oh. This is How to you Speak need. Zombie. This probably would have come in handy last night. I believe there was a zombie meetup and walk. There was. Oh, through Bacon. All through Bacon. Uh, uh, and so this, is, this also comes with a little voice box, so it actually gives you a pronunciation guide to uh, zombieism. So let me... Uh, or if you have a tracheotomy, actually, you can use it to speak. Uh, so let me uh, go to the first one. Um, if you are in, uh, for example, if you are in the mall and you need to ask in zombie, is this on sale? <clears throat> it sounds like this. Inaudible to history. Was that, was that, uh... Okay. Mm. That's, uh, uh, is this on sale? Oh, 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 uh, that's uh, the, that's the West Coast accent. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's probably... <laughs> well, it's a San Francisco-based publisher. I thought that... Yeah, so, he just chewed out the bishop in the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you're, that was Down Eastern Piglet. You're okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is a fabulous, uh, a lot of social situations, uh, how to pass as a zombie and how to, and how to do... So, once again, previous winners are not eligible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But... Stop smiling, Tom. If we can get a question for the Zorlax, something about comics. Yes, right there. Oh, God. Halo Jones. Oh, Very thank good. God. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that does not mean you're out. No, no. We will take another question. No, no, he can, he can, give him the prize. Okay, you're in. He changed the rules. This is the most toothless contest really? I've ever seen. <laughs> there you go. My God. It's, it's like, do you have? Are you smarter than a? You know, <laughs> no, are you smarter than a smarter than fifth grader? You got it wrong. Heck, here's the money. Thanks again. No. <laughs> because the next question would be, tell me what that is about, and I've never read it, so I'm just gonna, you know, fill it in. I knew that the follow-up. Uh, what? It was it was about Halo Jones? So I just said, okay, fine, take it. Uh, good. So that's fine. Um, okay. Uh, so this week there was a there was a, a kind of a, a conference uh, with the, some Warner executives when they talked about their upcoming plans. So I just wanted to mention that in sort of the upcoming movie news, they confirmed that Flash. And I, I just assumed that once they said, once Jeff John said, "I'm going to write a Flash movie," and he is an unstoppable force in the entertainment universe. Right. Whatever he says goes. Uh, that it was going, but they uh, let slip uh, that it was indeed greenlit and that they are in actively in pre-production for The Flash. Cool. And the one thing that really filled my heart with glee is he also let slip that they are uh, actively working on Aquaman. <laughs> Ooh. You laugh. Why do you laugh, Jimmy? I just... 
Thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in the phrasing of actively working on. Yeah. Working on Aquaman actually is a wonderful euphemism. Which, which, ver- <laughs> which, which version? Which version? Yeah, I'm gonna go up back. Oh, who Aquaman? Knows what version? No one knows. I mean, I. It is clear that DC wants to do what Marvel is doing, and they want to build their uh, shared universe filmically. Uh, we know that uh, that Amanda Waller, for example, is going to be appearing in Green Lantern, um, and uh, that it, with its shooting now with Ryan Reynolds. And there was another character too. I can't. Re- um, it might even uh, no, but there's another character appearing in Green Lantern who is not really part of the Green Lantern mythos. But it's clearly being positioned to be this one that'll bounce around like Samuel L. Jackson in all the oh. Avengers related films. Ambush I mean, bug, say it's ambush bug. I wish it was ambush bug, uh, but it's, it's Amanda Waller's one and the Mr. other one. I want to say it might even be Chase. <laughs> the, no, are you? It might be. I'm not. I, I know. Sorry. I, I don't mean to get your, get your get your hopes up because I could be wrong about that. But I think I saw a reference to Chase. Nice. Uh, and so that nice. they're trying to set that up. And they and they are talking about doing Wonder Woman again, uh, because I think now that they let Wonder Woman slip when Joss Whedon, and now that Joss Whedon's doing the event, uh, directing the Avengers, someone at Warner Brothers is probably slapping somebody else at Warner Brothers and said, "Who thought that Joss Whedon was a bad idea?" Um, so, so we'll see. They're they're also duplicating and to jump ahead a little bit in that same conference. They're they're duplicating the Marvel plan of. There's also going to be a computer animated Green Lantern series yes. that's going on Cartoon Network to tie in with the film. So That'll be nice. That would be nice. It was also leaked this morning a plot synopsis identifying. I don't know if this is real because it's identifying the big villain of the Green Lantern movie, and it's not who we thought it was. It's not Hector Hammond. Hector Hammond's in it, but he's not the villain. The original Red oh, Tornado. Do we want to know? Ooh. Do you want to know? Do we want to? I want to. I'm going to guess. Wait a second. Zoom. No. Uh, no. Zoom. <laughs> Professor <laughs> Zoom for uh, Green Lantern? Oh, no. That would be interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. No, no, I'm saying uh, for Green Lantern. Yeah, maybe. I know. Yeah. Oh, I for know. Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, Star Sapphire? Yes. No. No. Parallax. Nice. Wow. Oh. I, I would watch that. That they're going to start the film by, by putting the Hal beginning. Jordan up against Parallax. It with fear. Yeah, wow. so, interesting. Hmm. So I, I don't know. So wait a I, minute. Know. They're kind of going for the Batman thing then, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of... Hmm. You must conquer fear. You, you must conquer fear. Um, wow. They must be. Well, fear is the mind killer. How many villains are going to be fear. in this then? We know that Hector Hammond's there. We know that Mark Strong is playing Sinestro. But they. Mm. But even Mark Strong has said uh, he's really just kind of coming in to be a setup. You don't have be, to be a villain right off the not be the villain yeah. for the first one. Mm. Um and uh, Tamura Morrison also said that he's already been contracted to appear again as Abin Sur in the second Green Lantern, assuming we have a second one. We will. Uh, and so uh, you know, they're going to go into the backstory there. And I think they're all, and if, that's, if they're doing that, then they're probably going into some Blackest Night things yeah, as well. Yeah, there's some legacy stuff here. So. What, is, what is the status of Flash? Mm. Uh, what do you mean the status of Flash? Has, has there been anything other than I mean there was a preliminary talk that it was greenlit? Yeah, have what, we gone past? Yes. Chris has gone? been bouncing on and off the panel. That's, that's yeah. to be fair to those who know Chris's attention span. He actually may not have been sitting down when I said that. That's how this all began. Mm-hmm. They have said they're in pre-production. They for are the Flash. in pre-production. They have not said who they're casting. Okay. Although, if you want to, who would you? Uh, well, we've got a sele- you know we've got a creator here. Who would you cast as Flash? Everybody, go around. I like Ryan Reynolds. I'd like that cast. But he can't be. He's I know. Now he can't now. be. So yeah. they messed that up. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds would probably be my first choice. And actually, I might go with someone like Chris Evans for myself. Oh. 
too much. I would. I actually think the uh, we've we've talked about it before. The guy who plays uh, Awesome on uh, that's Chuck. Exactly, Ryan McPartland, yeah, uh, Captain Awesome on Chuck. Um, I'm thinking that guy oh, yeah. needs a superhero franchise. Yeah. And he would be a great Barry Allen. Yeah. If that's who they're gonna, if that's the Flash they're gonna go with, he would be a great, just clean cut all American kid. Although he's not a kid. I still want Wally West. Tom Galloway. Oh, you would. Robert Sean Leonard as Barry Allen. Yeah. You could play Barry. I don't think you could play any of the others. Mm. Now, if it's a Jay Garrick. Wait, That's not going to happen. That, I would got cast for Jay Garrett. I would be oh. so happy because uh, you know who I cast Chris who? Evans. Chris Evans, yes. Yoan <laughs> <laughs> Griffith. No. Who? Oh yeah. You know what? He you know, does look good with the silver. You know we've we've almost got a full audience right now. We do. So I, 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 I want to finish with Jimmy. Okay. Who would oh. you cast sorry, sorry. as yeah. uh, as Barry Allen? It doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, it's a hero. Kill him. I mean, I've, I've seen Hollywood machinery grind stuff. You know, no. I'm saying it could be perfect and still be bad. Have you ever? No, has it's anyone an tried? I, I'm just too cynical. Yeah. I'm really. I've seen Hollywood. I've yeah. been at, in at the, the board, risk. Been in the board rooms. I've seen. You've seen okay. the belly of the I've beast. Seen good the stuff of, just grind it away. At the risk of violating an NDA, have have they have they ever um, talked about uh, Bomb Queen for a film? <laughs> No, they can't do a bomb queen. I told them the only way they could do a bomb queen film would be to create superhero slasher genre, superhero horror, because then you can have an evil get away with it. There like is Freddy Krueger, like Michael Myers, like what? That's when evil can get away when it is slasher. Did Kickass maybe get the foot in the door no. a little for them? No. Maybe no. There no. is a company that is doing superhero porn now. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, but, yeah. but then again, we all know that's that's not as acceptable. As the but moment. they are. But I, I, I don't know if you heard uh, because it was on podcast when you missed it last week that they are doing a thirty-minute sex-free version of that, so you can um, uh-huh. see. Oh, really? So the, Batman, see, the Batman, the Batman, Batman. thirty or thirteen? Thirty <laughs> minutes. They said it's thirty minutes. Your order. actually thirty plumber. minutes of life. Yeah. <laughs> you say uh, he edited. Yeah, instead of five hours, it's thirty minutes. And yeah. Right. Batman orders a cheese pizza. Uh, so and he just another eats it. slow motion scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, well, He's that's watching TV. And eating <laughs> um, so we've got a. Oh, we've got a big audience. audience. So I got uh, another uh, prize. Uh, it's time to play Stump the Zorlock again for the new members of the audience. You just need to come up with a question about comics. For the Zorlac. Now, again, because I know there's someone in the back row waiting for the big... And she's saving her question, so, you know, for the biggest thing. But that's what I have from Scholastic Press, a combination young adult novel slash graphic novel, Malice. It's not a slash novel. No, I'm sorry. Here, that means something wow. really different. Wow. Um, uh, I just meant it's... Uh, it's Kids uh, do not read this. It's a, it's a thriller about, uh, yeah. about a, uh, an underground horror comic book that when children read it... Oh, have you seen this? No. Okay, you're gonna look. Uh, it's actually a, it's a, it's a really good uh, involving story. When children read this comic, the the host of it, it's like a Tales from the Crypt thing. Uh, they can do like a Bloody Mary ritual, and the host will come and take them away, and and they become the people being tormented in the next issue of the comic book. And just an amazingly well produced book with the, uh, yeah, the binding is thing. nice, yeah. and you've got this yeah. and, and embossed oh, sorry, uh, oh, front cover. I'm sorry, just beautiful. I, I Jimmy's not letting go of this. No, Jimmy's no, looking at this. This is a really uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, so, um, so, does anyone have a question? Show of hands. Anybody? 
You're just going to give it up to Jimmy? Yeah, would you just like to arm wrestle Jimmy? Oh, there you go. We got a guy right there. There we go. So. <laughs> Your question? We put him on the spot. Mm-hmm. The Doomsday Series, Death of Superman. Who was the first Justice League member, member to, to face his end at the hands of Doomsday? Of Doomsday. The first do- uh, who was uh, fr- defeated by Doomsday. The first, first. person... I, I... Well... See... Oh, that wasn't us. Thank God. Um, oh, my God. The building's falling down. Okay, next question. Great. Oh, my boating uh, arm. Yeah. Uh, dodged. <laughs> so your, uh, my memory, the two things stand out for me uh, about, about that is that the character who I was most moved by their defeat, and I, but I don't think they actually died, was Blue Beetle was beaten nearly to death. And Booster Gold broke down and cried at his bedside, begging for his best friend not to die. Kind of ironic that, of course, then, you know, now that they've spun out five years of Booster Gold continuity from the idea of Ted Cord actually getting killed. But I'm going to say that the first Justice League member to die had to have been Superman because uh, you're going to tell me no, you've got that look. I don't remember. Zorlak Stump, do you want a copy of Malice? What's the correct answer? You actually have the book with you? No, it's the program. Okay, go ahead. You don't know? What? Trick question? Yeah, Superman. Yeah. Superman. Okay. Ah, but you know what? That was that was at least a good two minutes of conversation. So I'm going to award. Oh. Yeah, we got. Uh, it's wow. not so much about stumping me. It's not so much about stumping me as filling time. Getting. Uh, <laughs> so we pay for content. Right. We pay. Wow. No. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. <laughs> oral contract, Derek. <laughs> Don't say oral. <laughs> Jason doesn't know that. Um, what's next? <laughs> well, I was going to talk on the Marvel movie universe. The big thing, and I realized in the in the ever conflicting thing about Marvel movies is that several different um, studios own different characters, mm-hmm. and you know, so one of the reasons that Spy- that uh, Sony is rebooting Spider Man is so they can rush one into production and compete with all the other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. That are going on because Sam Raimi, how dare he, as a director, actually have his own ideas about where it should go. Um, so they're rebooting X-Men. And they got Matthew Vaughn, who directed Kick-Ass and Stardust, and with, uh, I believe his name is Jane Goldman, um, uh, wrote the, both those. Uh, they got him on board to do X-Men First Class, and what they got him, how they got him to do it was to say, we really don't have a lot of time to do it. Because basically, they want to have it go up against Thor and Captain America. Because that's huh. Fox that would take the money from Marvel slash Disney. Don't you love it when Marvel characters meet and they always have to fight? fight. And they're fighting at the box office, people. And so, uh, X-Men no, First Class is a way of... was mixed. It was. And um, <laughs> they're, they're rebooting X-Men. They're not going to the X-Men Shaken. First Class series that uh, Marvel actually prints that's written by Jeff Parker, which is a really good all-ages book dealing with the first five, Beast, Cyclops, Angel, Iceman, and uh, Jean Grey, or Marvel Marvel Girl. Girl. Yeah, I guess they call her Marvel Girl there. Um, Yeah, but it's actually going back to the origins of uh, Charles Xavier and Eric Lanshare 
a.k.a. Magneto, becoming friends and fighting against mutant prejudice before Eric turns bad and becomes Magneto. In Israel? It, yes. Or Palestine? I don't or think Israel. they're going to do that. <laughs> That's too old. But they've cast, is, yeah. they've cast their young Professor X, and it's James yeah. McAvoy. Are they going to shave his head? I like him. Oh, well, I see. That's the thing. It's like yeah, the, the Hollywood Reporter says no word on if he's going to be follically challenged. And I say, well, but the that thing just, is, if you, yeah. if they're going to be anywhere clear, that actually being bald is part of Xavier's mutation. Yeah, yeah. So he, I assume he will, will shave his head. I'd imagine. But uh, so, so that was a good move, and they're going to start filming next month. So they're really moving forward. So they can get that out June fourth, two thousand eleven. Will it be good? No. Or will it be X-Men 3? So, wait, so basically what we're saying, though, is every Snoop right now is watching that man's head to see if it's being shaved, and then they know it's greenlit. Oh, it's been greenlit. It's happening. Oh, okay. it's, it, it's, but him on Or if he's just... Yeah. No, it's, re- no, he's been cast. That's oh, okay. official. So. He's just got a really bad wig on. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. So yeah. The whole story is about the acceptance of uh, Professor X realizing, oh, my God. I'm bald and it's okay. Yeah, Rogaine doesn't work. <laughs> wow, yeah. He's got a toupee all the way through. Uh, well, he spends the movie psychically convincing everyone he meets that he has a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Hey, babe. There you can take that idea. You like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is actually a great idea. For Use, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Using mutant powers for no good reason <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> But he's messing with people's heads, man. People like, hey, he's got... Well, I like his hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Useless powers. I like that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't really have any TV stuff. Well, let's go to video game because once okay, you TV. What? Did you... Y'all talk about uh, the green lighting of... What is it? Uh, My Super Family or... Oh, yeah. The, uh, the superhero... It's more than green light. Or No I mean, Ordinary Family. Oh. Production. No Ordinary Family yeah, no coming ordinary family. next fall. Uh, Michael Chiklis as right. as the leader of The Incredibles. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in a live-action version. As the not thing. Well, now, this was the one that the lawsuit with Pixar happened, isn't it? That uh, no, because I think actually No Ordinary Family has one thing, and I think it's actually on ABC. Yeah. Which, by the way, is technically owned by the same people as Pixar, so that's okay. Um, No, but there is another. uh, It's not a sitcom, but there's a. a, But there is another superhero drama coming to uh, NBC called The Cape. The Cape, that's right. Right. Where they're cops or superhero cops. Superhero cops at a cape, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Cape Hatteras with one (laughs) secret weapon, which is Summer Glau playing someone normal. Oh. Until okay, first you say Bendis gone happens. wrong, and now you say <laughs> yeah. Summer Glau normal. I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying say. there's no opportunity for her to do any ballet or spin kicks? <laughs> oh, there will be. Okay, okay. I mean, and that I'm opportunity yeah, is called yeah. fan demand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, I just don't know it. I haven't had a chance to look at any of the stuff on that. So we know that's mm. coming. I've seen the trailer on it and all that. It's it's in. Tom Galloway's giving it a waving <laughs> hand. <laughs> Interesting. And Tom Galloway gives the. Waving hand thing, and yeah, well, it, it's kind of got that spawn the movie thing where the best thing was the cape, the techno. You know, oh, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, this that looks cool, but awesome the cape, cape has all these powers. That's what you really want to see. Is yeah, all this crazy cape action. Yeah, because so. what I want is I want all my excitement to come from an inanimate object. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly or it. just like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it comes to life. Thank you. I, I couldn't come. I was trying to phrase that cleanly. I couldn't. Thank you. Um, and the so. cape is made out of 100 percent spider silk. 
Ooh, really? No, really. This is what the guy says. He says it's 100% spider silk. Wow. Radioactive spider silk? It doesn't say. It okay. just says 100% How spider How many spiders silk. died? Today? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Three. <laughs> One, two, three. Three. Jump. <laughs> Wait a minute. But as you were I'm leading completely into lost <laughs> now. Yeah. As you were leading to earlier, we have our uh, video game oh. correspondent. Yes, yes. video game on mic today. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, prepared to talk about something. Uh, I'd say that the big news uh, right now is that we just got the price point on Project Natal, the uh, motion <laughs> controller for the Xbox 360, which is no longer going to be called Project Natal since it's no longer Project. And unfortunately, the price is the same as a brand new Xbox 360. Wow. $150. And I'd be okay with this, if not for the fact that the first demo game they've had is Dodgeball, wherein you jump around in front of your couch like an idiot, and after two minutes collapse in, uh, yeah, because you can't breathe. Maybe anymore. you look like yeah, an that's, idiot. Yeah. Uh, no, well, that was a great thing. They had an actor doing the demo, you know, a nice fit actor. And, and he, he collapsed. Like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I, I had that Six Flowers too. Yes. Yeah, I, I had Care that experience. Fan boy I had that yeah. experience playing Just Dance for the Wii oh. with with oh, my yeah. children. And, and keep and turning to me and saying, "Daddy, why aren't you dancing yeah. this time?" Daddy, Daddy, get up, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> Daddy no. nine, one. I understand they've got a, a Cat Mari version of uh, the Natal game, so you end up rolling everything in your living room up into one big ball. That actually, that sounds really interesting. I I don't know how much glue you yeah, need exactly. for that, but you know, well, and that seems to be the uh, big late development is that everybody realized, oh yeah, motion control. We we should really give that a try. Yeah. Uh, Sony seems to be a little bit more on track with having something similar to the Wii, but a, a little bit better technologically. Doesn't matter. They have to have the good games, otherwise exactly. people won't spend a hundred bucks. Well, that's so. up to the developers. I mean, that's. Oh yeah. I mean, the console isn't one thing, but if the developer gives you a crap well, game. What are you going to do? And this and this <laughs> is the problem because this is another piece of video game news we just got this week. Uh, the best rated game of all time used to be Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. It's held that since '98, I believe. It has been knocked down. Why? Super Mario Galaxy 2. Are you kidding me? No. Just came out. Yeah, it just came <laughs> out, but this is yeah, Metacritic uh, and oh, I forget game rankings. I think but the ones that gather up all the reviews from, you know, long-time valid reviewing sites, yeah, it uh, it toppled it. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's a good game. I don't know. But I I wonder about the validity of those kinds of rankings. It's just like how everybody um, when they run things about like which is the best Bond villain, when a new Bond movie is coming out, and the most recent villain mm. is the one that gets the rank, the top rank, is it, is it really that it's the best game, or is it the best anything, it, or is it just that uh, there are these are the people, this is what they remember most because they played it just now? Well, and, right. and that, no, that is a very interesting point to bring up because if you look at PlayStation Two rankings, I think Tony Hawk was like the top game for the PlayStation Two ever. Yeah. Does anyone really? Want to play another Tony Hawk game now? Actually, the Tony Hawk games—they've now got the skateboard add-on, and, it, and it's actually been failing Has because it? of the add-on. Okay. Yeah, because you can't it. breathe after you played it for yeah. two minutes. <laughs> yeah, staying stationary on a board, God. teetering back and forth. Well, really you skateboard? Try. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> if you, God! If you stick with it, you build stamina. And <laughs> yeah. You what? can balance on Sorry. the board. Yeah. Sorry, wrong audience. Well, well, I am, I, oh, wait a second. Did we just go blue? <laughs> no, well, I am an ex-skater, so I, I probably would do okay. I haven't played with the board, so. I, yeah, I forget if people just felt ridiculous being on top of the board or they just didn't like the control, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the Tony Hawk games are in trouble right now. So, oh, wow. well, 
all Activision games seem to be in a little bit of trouble right now. You know, you look at Modern Warfare, that whole debacle. I, I, have you guys discussed that at all? No, I don't no, know what really. the debacle is. Oh, oh, so uh, basically, and I'm going to be very biased as I say this, um, <laughs> because I'm a gamer. Uh, basically, Activision fired the guys who made Modern Warfare, uh, you know, and the Call of Duty games, um, because these guys wanted the money for having made the games. Um, they hadn't paid them the bonuses. They don't get residuals. They don't get royalties. They get bonuses. Yeah. So it was basically six months, and they still hadn't paid them for the what single most lucrative entertainment product single day sale wow. ever, which was Modern Warfare 2. Right. So those guys split off, made their own company, and now the fate of the Call of Duty series and especially Modern Warfare, because they may not be able to use those titles anymore, is in question. And that was a lot of the money that that company was getting. Of course, mm-hmm. the rest is WoW and, yeah, World of Warcraft, and they're still going to rank a boatload in. So yeah. we'll see, though. Well, because we, you used to be very active in the City of Heroes community, which mm-hmm. took... Um, you had the Star Trek online and the Champions online that's kind of crossed over into yeah. that kind of audience. Are you? And they're talking about a, a new... City of Heroes update called Going Rogue. Yeah, uh, we, we've been really looking forward to that for Starring a long Sarah time. Starring Sarah Palin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, where the heck Fly did Garcia? Why was Garcia not around to pick up on that one? Yeah, because um, that's we've, Garcia. We've been way. looking forward to that one for a long time. Uh, personally, I just feel it's been so long now. Yeah. And in the meantime, you have other games like World of Warcraft has Cataclysm. I think, I think that's in uh, that's in alpha testing right now. I think. But they've got beta testing coming up on that, and everybody's really excited. There's a lot of new tech going into that. City of Heroes might be starting to feel a bit old. It's getting a little long in the tooth. You see the new textures right next to the old textures, and it kind of hurts you a little bit. How's Champions doing? Champions is not doing well. Oh. They The price on that has been slashed. Uh, they've been trying to do stuff because they tried to release the update that would basically make it a complete game. Uh, as yeah, you have to pay for you know thirty dollars for a brand new box for this, oh. and everybody flipped out. The forums you know nearly crashed with the amount of complaints. Mm-hmm. So they had to change that and make that a free expansion. But then the other thing that we've got coming up is DC Universe Online. I don't believe you. What? <laughs> the DC because, Universe is ever going to come out? Because for three summers I've gone to Comic Con and. Sony and they've been has, pushing it, yeah. And Sony has pushed, and and last summer we now, we played uh, we played the demo, the demo. Yeah. And said it's you know, and, and I just don't believe that it's ever going to happen. It looked like ninety percent of a game. Yeah, I, well, and I believe that it's going to come out, but the question is when, because they might be trying to feel out what the market is doing right now. Uh. Because you know we are kind of at the end of a cycle, it seems. Because World of Warcraft is so big, they have to do Cataclysm, which is almost it's a retcon. You know, they're destroying the world and rebuilding it in new expansion because everybody has to keep buying the expansions to keep going. So if you're a new World of Warcraft person, that means about 100 bucks just to play (laughs) the newest game. That's true. So, uh, and then, but going back to Felicia Day, though, uh, she's doing a voice in Guild Wars 2. I'm always happy to go back to Felicia Day. Guild Wars 2 is looking very nice. Uh, They got a lot of new tech going into that. Uh, and unlike everything else, it's a non-subscription model. It's free to play, you know. So you don't have to keep paying a monthly subscription. And for my money, this seems to be the way things are going to have to go because you look at what people are playing. They want online co-op gaming. 
you know, Gears of War, that was huge because it was a co-op game. And everybody has been trying to put co-op into their gaming. If you can make it free and last a long time, people will buy little hats that their characters can wear. Right. And you can make more and more money. Do so, all the micropayments right. exactly. forever. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, micropayments is a new model for gaming. It, it is. Thank on you, Scott McCloud. On all consoles across the board. Yeah, that's 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 the way to go. And speaking yeah. of micropayments, I think it's time for our here we last, go, here we go, our last uh-oh. giveaway. Let's see, we have a question from the audience. I believe it's the last thing I've got, which is uh, this is courtesy of I keep forgetting the name of the company, New Era. Uh, which makes uh, baseball caps to celebrate the upcoming this week uh, DVD release of Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, a cap full of penciled action scenes from mm. uh, the film, uh, based on his design work. So That's quite lovely. So who where's Johnny Depp on your head? What? Who drew this? I don't know who, oh, who drew okay. it. They didn't give credit to that, unfortunately. <laughs> you can be your own colorist. But so do we have a question from the audience? I see a hand right okay. there. How was Catwoman formed? You're asking after the... That is a loaded What was Catwoman's origin? Okay, this is a true Zorlak question. Ready? And Tom Galloway will back me up. I know I've got him here as a... a, Okay. First, she appeared as a jewel thief named The Cat, who had a cat mask. Uh, Pay attention to our uh, panel later about comic book villains and how they've been improved, because I love... uh, there was this theory because the Human Torch has a has a villain called the Parrot. They just believed in putting animal heads on uh, on mobsters, and that would make sense. Yes, yeah. She had, I mean, I'm sorry, she had the giant head of a cat. Well, it was a mask. It was a mask. It was actually a woman with a giant cat head. So no, she looked like not. she was an escapee from a Bourbon Street party. Right, right, right. And uh, then later, uh, when they realized that they should have recurring villains, she came back as Catwoman. In 1947, I think, was it 47? She uh, got hit by a brick or something on her head. It was revealed that she was a pet shop owner, Selena Kyle, who had been obsessed with cats, and therefore she'd had a head injury that when she woke up, she was evil. And she became Catwoman and did the cat motif because she loved cats. So that all got established, and then when Frank Miller wrote Batman Year One, oh, I'm missing uh, one yeah. part. Well, that's Earth Two. Go ahead. Let's get Tom Galloway, the only man who makes Mark Wade scared cry. Okay. In the excellent Alan Brennert courtship of the Earth Two, Cat- but that's the Earth Two. Yes. Er- okay. But, but you're covering the Earth Two. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the Earth Two, Cat- Batman and Catwoman. It's revealed that she faked, she faked it. The amnesia. She faked the amnesia because she was in love with Batman. I'm sorry. Yes, that is a very important detail. Um, so because then the Earth Two Catwoman did marry Batman. They had a daughter that was the Huntress, um, and who was played later by what's her name Ashley something on the Birds of Prey TV series. Um, and they, and they, they kept that origin for the TV show, even though um, that version never happened anymore. Uh, but uh, Frank Miller, apparently, and I just recently read this, did not know that she had an origin. So when he wrote Batman Year One, he created a brand new origin for her in which she was an abused girl, an orphan, and a prostitute, uh, and her, that she had this sister who she was trying to keep out of prostitution. And so um, she turned on her pimp 
and cats were involved somehow, and that's how, and she had a lot of cats, and so that's how she became Catwoman. That was the grim and gritty, and really, I and still think it's funny that that really that origin doesn't exist because Frank Miller thought it was better. He really didn't know, he mm-hmm. didn't research, and so. Um, that's is Frank Miller. Now, if you go with the <laughs> Tim Burton explanation, the cat god works through mysterious uh, avatars of alley cats well, and empowers you to look like either Michelle Pfeiffer or Halle Berry. Do we actually have to blame Burton, or is it no, Denise I, DeNovi, because she was the one who did the Catwoman uh, movie, too? Yeah, let's blame Denise DeNovi. Yeah. Um, come uh, on up and get your A hat. robot cat will come and bless you with powers. You win the cap. So where is Thanks to New Era and the upcoming DVD release, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. So how are we doing on agenda right now? Uh, we're, uh, I got, oh, you know what I promised? Talk about the Batman Stadium show. Okay, oh, my God. That. What so, is that? Uh, we're getting, <laughs> the same people that gave you that walking with dinosaurs stadium tour. We're going to have said, giant Batman walking through that the they're stadium? Gonna, they're not going to bother with a Batman um, Broadway show anymore. Walking with Which Batman? they were going to uh, for a while. That was um, and Jim Steinman, who uh, writes all the music for Meatloaf, wrote, uh, wrote uh, the score for it. And uh, I want to say David Ives, I think, was the guy who they'd hired to write the, the book for the Batman musical. Um, which started life as a mad TV sketch, and I'm just proving you cannot be too sarcastic on TV sketch shows because everything eventually will happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're doing it. They were going to do a Batman musical that kind of faded away, but now they've decided they're just going to do a stadium tour and do a Batman. Basically, like if you go to Magic Mountain and see the Batman stunt show, okay, four times as big with more explosions so and like two hours long, two hours of Batman fighting crime at the Shark Tank. And frankly, un- I'm undoubtedly souvenirs you can only get from the show. I can't tell you how strangely giddy I am, and I've already, you know, gone to faculty members uh, who are women who I know their husbands. I'm leading this like support group for the husbands of teachers because I'm a teacher myself. But these husbands that come that like they like to go to faculty events because they can talk to me about comics because their wives won't listen, and they've already said yes, Derek, lead us to the Batman Stadium show. <laughs> and like Moses, you did. I was going to say, Ooh, I, but it's probably not going to go out to 2011, sometime summer to next summer. Uh, before the apocalypse, so before 2012, <laughs> we will get to see Batman live at a stadium, and I will take my son proudly, and I will buy him a mug that opens that lit the head up, and we will say, you know, he doesn't will, always refer to me as his son all that often. There so will be you are my flunky, and there will be Batman <laughs> foam fingers to wave in the audience. Yeah, Batman! Uh, wow. Foam wings, 2011. Foam, foam batter rings to foam throw batter rings to throw at the stage, and then have to buy more because you threw yours on the stage. This is brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> And it should, but you know, get yeah, yeah. hard on or it, or it should I mean, get caught in <laughs> yeah. somebody's So on that chest, note, I, don't know. I think that, <laughs> thanks for being a great studio audience. Please give your all self a really big hand. Please. Yes. thanks there. very much. Listen to that at home. There are actually people here. We yes, didn't sir. just do fake voices asking questions. And we'd like to thank, thank again our special guest, uh, Jimmy Robinson. So yeah. thank you for coming uh, from you, Images Bomb Queen, or really your own, but it's published yeah. through Image because I don't like to. You know, Image is a great publisher that actually gives credit to its creators. So that's why, that's, I'm there. That's why you're there. Awesome. <laughs> and our, our our regularly occurring special guest, uh, j- you say yourself, man. Oh, uh, Jason Shackett. Oh, and sitting now in for say your sitting name as if you were Chris Garcia. 
I can't even start to do that. This okay. is Debbie Brent Schneider. <laughs> okay, so I'll do my Chris, Chris Garcia impersonation. Again. This is Chris Garcia. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think I need a tetanus no, shot. <laughs> and if you have any questions, comments, comment, com- uh, commentary, complaints, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of Fanboy Planet. And I'm Rick Snyder, inviting you to... Use your powers only for good! Thank you! <laughs> good evening, Bacon! Dragons! And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Hey, it came up. Okay. Mm, yep. Okay. Okay, your mic one. I want to hear you. Thanks, Tweaky. What? <laughs> My voice is is like really shot from last night, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to be very bass. Fantastic. Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what video game news we're going to talk about. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm probably going to be repeating a lot of stuff that's like Kotaku stuff. So, yeah, I don't really know. Well, that's the thing. What are your, what are the Fanboy Planet readers actually? Okay, you're good. <laughs> Sorry to, about that. Whatever you want to talk about, man. I am coming in hey. now, and I'm sounding delicious. I, I will say one thing. Red Dead Redemption, awesome. Red Dead Redemption? Uh-huh. Have you, you haven't heard of that one? Video game? The, yeah. The, oh, they've been advertising. What platform? Uh, uh, I, PS3 I and Xbox 360. Okay. Uh, and, oh, it's beautiful. It's a West, Western genre. Quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. Derek, on the mic. Okay, headphones I was, on. I was talking to the lovely Debbie. Scoot Brett's up closer to the yeah. uh, microphone a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna try. There okay. you go. All right. All right. Mm. Testing one, two, three. Sibilance. No, all that. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking there was some Marvel casting thing. What did I just? Re- oh, because uh, we could talk about McAvoy. And You're X-Men great. Okay. Class. Now I need you to talk directly into the microphone. I'm talking directly into the microphone. Keep doing it. And I'm uh, looking at the microphone, which is a really interesting uh, little piece of uh, technology here. The little screen. Is I the think screen we're good. okay? Now you guys keep talking. Have you been playing Red Dead Redemption? I'm sorry, what? Have you been playing Red Dead Redemption? No, I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've kept well, up. I've kept up with it, but I haven't actually played it. Myself. I, I I was surprised because yeah, I didn't have any interest in it during all the you know advertising they've been doing leading up to it, and because I kind of thought, okay, I'm beyond Grand Theft Auto. And right. what do you know? Putting it on horses, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Horse, I like it. Excellent. Yeah, it is pretty good. I just finished Bioshock. Wow. That, that is almost like a confessional right there. I, I, <laughs> I just finally, bought it two weeks know. ago. There's nothing wrong with Bioshock. You, you're, oh, no, it's a, be- it's a wonderful... <laughs> I believe in being... Oh, my God. It's a wonderful... Is this going on live throughout the whole... Wow. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> You are no longer in control. Expect the unexpected. We are. Keep talking. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Well, you want to adjust things? Uh, <laughs> sorry, does. Guns are good. <laughs> uh, no, I won't say the other thing loud because Rick wants to be a family podcast. Uh, yeah. Dogs. 
It's Chris Garcia. It, or I or Bilbo Flintstone. Why do you have a Bilbo Flintstone? <laughs> Bilbo Flintstone. It's good to be here before our audience of thousands. Well, it's an audience of two. I think these two stand a very good chance of winning prizes. They probably do. <laughs> Perhaps even multiples. <laughs> yes. Or maybe we say for, you know. What did you do? Yeah, they're good odds. We'll say. You know, Listen up, fanboys. <laughs> it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. <laughs> Are you recording that? I did. <laughs> wow. That's wait, impressive. Wait, wait, wait. Was that it? <laughs> okay, now we can go. A uh, little higher on the treble. <laughs> Just a little. Can we hit it and quit it? Just a tad. <laughs> was that clear out there? Wow, that was big. I love my toys. I know. I know you do. I love my audio. Wow. I have that conversation a lot with people when you're not around. My microphones. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. No. I'll be talking to Debbie about it later. We'll there's a little email. I, I can't believe that you, you hadn't played Bioshock before. What was I mean, the name of, what was the name of the movie? Like you would have grabbed the 70s, the thing with so two well. heads. It was uh, like you've <laughs> done that before. And right. Right. Wasn't, wasn't it the, the thing with two heads? heads. Wasn't yes. that My justification, <laughs> Jason, is I guess that it just keeps reminding me. One, I have uh, a, a a young son who um, wants to play video games all the time. Okay. So, and then when I'm not around him, I don't. I didn't have a console, but now I have a PC capable. Of playing computer oh, it games, couldn't, it couldn't play Bioshock before. No, okay, I'm it was do, a K Pro. I'm going to do an announcement yes. for people in the area that here to get them into the audience. I'll be back. Attention, Baycon attendees! Oh. Attention, Baycon attendees! The Fanboy Planet podcast <laughs> is about to start. You can be part of the live studio audience and win fabulous prizes. Yes, fabulous prizes. Just come, sit down, and enjoy. It's true. It's true. But Starting momentarily by the information desk in the mezzanine. We will be the sexiest podcast here. Uh, pound for pound. Uh, wow. Uh, what, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay, that sounded a lot worse yeah. than it did in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Things sounded a lot better in there. That's why I stay there most of the time. Just yeah. in my little head. Where That's why I you sing in the bathroom. Did, did you download Portal for free? I did. Thank goodness. I am on Thank level goodness. 18. I am a little perplexed nice. by it Portal right is now. free now? Portal? It, well, no, it was free. Uh, it was free up until Monday. Oh. If or, you joined well, it Steam. is free up until Monday, right? May 24th. Uh, last Monday. That was last Monday. It was free up until Monday. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yes. Come, join the audience. 
Okay, I think we're going to start. That's a terrible. Pitch. So what do we got? What do we got to? What are we going to talk about? Well, I thought uh, we would certainly we'd interview Jim Robinson. Just I want to clarify for the audience: we haven't started yet. Okay. Yeah. This may seem like, but we're going to go over the. You get to hear the pre-show warm-up. This is not. And the how actual often show. do people interview you, thinking you're James Robinson? Not very. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't put that on the air then. I thought that'd be a funny question. No, um, no. I know James Robinson. But you want to claim it? You you're hanging out on free comic book day? You want to take a British accent? Try no. that and pretend no. to be He, him he lives one? in San Francisco. I know now. he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to get him down. Okay. Um, and so besides uh, Bomb Queen, um, what do you got new that you want to be promoting so we can ask? New? Yeah. No, it's just more Bomb Queen. Just more Bomb Queen? <laughs> okay. We'll wow. talk about that. Um, all right. Uh, we'll interview Jimmy. We'll talk about... Uh, I mean, I've got other projects, but the, I'm not revealing them yet. So Okay. I, I can only talk about Bomb Queen. Oh, dare you. Sir. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, we can tease. only talk about Bomb Queen. I've, uh, all right. Non-disclosure uh, agreement stuff. Okay. Um, and I don't know what's it. I mean, they did, they did just do a reboot of Legion of Superheroes, so we could maybe talk about Paul Levitt's returning to that. Okay. Oh. Um, I've read that. Okay. The Guild, just because I'm really digging that. Uh, we can transition from Prince of Persia, the graphic novel tie-in, which was just released as well. Okay. From Disney Hyperion. To Wait a minute, the graphic novel. There was like a hardback Prince of Persia graphic novel. Oh wow! And there's another one. There's another that one. They just released. And if you is it in the same style as the previous one? Uh, it's, a, it's actually an omnibus. Uh, it's an anthology. Okay, well let's say. And this. who published that? Uh, Disney Hyperion. Ah. Okay. I see. It's all synergy. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah, no, we talk about the movie. Then some uh, Warner Brothers superhero movie news. A little Marvel movie news. Huh? Everyone needs to talk louder, or you need to turn it up. Okay, crank it. And uh, there was an announcement of an animated Green Lantern series, so we talk about that. And uh, video game news with Jason, and then it's Stump the Zorlak if people are here. <laughs> to Stump the Zorlak and win fabulous prizes. Do I need to say what some of the fabulous prizes are? That's a good idea. Okay, well, um, we have a bag. No, uh, in the bag... I'm not giving away the bag because I'm, I'm trying to be a good, conscientious, green comic book shopper. Give away the bag. Uh, I have a DVD copy of Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, uh, the, the latest of the animated films. Uh, graphic novel from Arcana, Cade. Uh, a box set. It's a box set. Yes. Uh, how to Speak Zombie. Very crucial in the coming age. And uh, courtesy of the... Cap Company, uh, New Era Caps, tying in with the release of Alice in Wonderland on DVD this week, and Alice in Wonderland Cap. Oh, now you're interested. Now you don't want anybody else to come to this podcast. Because she wants want all the prizes cap. for herself. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm going to do one more PSA, and then we'll, uh, we'll give it a go. Starting now in the far corner of the mezzanine, the Fanboy Planet podcast. Come be part of the fu- part of the studio audience and win fabulous prizes. Starting now. Oh, okay. I'm going to get a clean start on the audio. <laughs> and, uh, uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think I need a tetanus no, shot. <laughs> okay. The way we end this, way, okay. I'm going to. We have a chant. We always end the show with with a phrase, we have a and it is phrase. "Use your powers only for good." Now, the thing that screws people up is the "only for." So it's "Use your powers Impact trouble. only for good," right? So we want it when I lead in. I'll remind you to use your powers only for good. Okay. So we're gonna. Derek's gonna say his name, <laughs> then I'll come in mine. This. 
We're, we're going to okay. mess this up. And if you have any questions, comments, comment, com- uh, commentary, complaints, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy Planet. And I'm Rick Brettsnyder, inviting you to use your powers only for good. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Ah. Good evening, Bacon. <laughs>